0: I'm running away
1: Yo, it's Thursday and you know what that means It's Max Wrestling episode 370 This is your captain speaking Your Max Wrestling world and Predictions champion Along with LFA, Moses Marquez Who's becoming more and more TikTok famous Week by week
0: Week by week baby, all numbers the numbers is end, growing long. Every single day The numbers
1: are growing <laughs> I love just it, just the way we like it um, If you haven't already, go check out Max Wrestling UK on TikTok It is Max Wrestling UK, even though it's pretty much just run by moses now so i don't even know why it's still uk but we can't have, match wrestling. Yeah, of, have matt wrestling and all our social media is matt wrestling uk so
0: right i mean it's originated
1: right. in the uk
0: there we go it's all right then, but it, then it, we it, 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 it blends well enough damn we it. went
1: transatlantic Trans. i like that we're, we're pretty much more u.s than we are uk now like in terms then, of support and oh, guests big time, big time. Um, so, you will not be disappointed in TikTok as uh, Moses is tackling the marks of the net. But here's the kind of shit we're talking about. Let's let's kick things off with shit Marks say.
0: Oh, there we go. <laughs> Can you believe the shit these Marks say?
1: Going to TikTok first because,
0: like I said, oh. I'm, I'm not
1: kidding when I say he's tackling marks almost every day. So, uh, we had the latest one. Uh, Honestly, Mox is the only one I don't see going back He seems so unhappy with his creative And his direction And seems to prefer the non-PG stuff Which I agree with Totally Um, agree So, what happened with this one?
0: My immediate response is the same Immediate response I've been giving to Everybody Things change when you go to rehab And not to mention He had a kid So let's Let's be honest here. I know he's loving life as a deathmatch guy, stiff and dudes, <laughs> doing whatever. I dig it. Would I be surprised if he goes back? No. This is a business. This is the thing that, like, I I, I keep – there's the reality to, to professional wrestling that I think a lot of people, like, you know, they get so involved with it, they forget that this is a business. Does it – like I said, does the idea suck? Absolutely. I love everything Mox is doing. I'm sure you love it. I'm sure every other fucking AEW fan loves it. But let's keep it honest here. Does that look good when you're having, when you have a, daughter, you know what I mean? When you have a young child that you're trying to raise. Yeah. Saying, it, now,
1: it, when you it, get it, this young guy bleeding all over you,
0: it, it's, it's one of these things where you have to make the adult decision, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, and it's not a foreseen conclusion. Not forcing, you know what I mean? It's all speculations. I mean,
1: they do have um, a lot more creative control in AEW than they do in WWE. I mean, he could always tone down his style after this whole combat club
0: shit. Very, very true.
1: Runs its course.
0: Not that that I
1: say I wanted to run its course because I'm loving it.
0: Exactly. I'm with you. This is everything that I want from Mox and everybody and, and, and B-Dry and Yuta and, and Regal and everybody. I love everything about it. But again, I understand if he were to be like, I gotta go over here because they give me way more money to do <laughs> nothing. Yeah, Which is fine. Uh,
1: still still with Mox. Um, Cody isn't Mox. I've said since he left WWE he was going to go back for a Shield reunion eventually anyway. Not mad at all if he was to go one day
0: again, it, it would be like the sixth shield reunion, but yeah, I was gonna say that is n- it it is where we would be doing it for i guess just extra nostalgic reasons, but that's if that is his only reason for going back, that's dumb <laughs> that is dumb, and that's it, why I like it's I have to battle these fucking comments every day, and it's like you know i I think. I do think rationally do again, like I've said, do I think he'll go? Absolutely. Do I think the first thing he's going to do is go up to Roman and go? No, no, I fucking don't. Because that's not the point. And then somebody has spun off with that and said that if he goes back, he should be John Moxley. And I'm
1: like, WWE ain't going to let him be John Moxley.
0: I'm like, I'm sorry that that immediately waters down the John Moxley name to me and I'm sure to other fans that immediately waters down that name. So when he decides okay, you know, I went back for my quick 3-year stint and I'm gone again, you take that you, John Moxley extra softened up and then you have to like no, like he is a he is a known killer. If he goes back, he's Dean Ambrose. Get over it. He's Dean Ambrose. That's what you need to get get with the pro, get with the program with. Maybe or maybe not. He uh, befriends a FICA Yeah I don't, We don't know <laughs> If I guess, Whatever the fuck The goddamn plant is called
1: What was his name?
0: I don't remember the plant's name uh, I do not remember the plant's name
1: People You I, I guarantee Mike knows this right away He's like, Or oh, Phoenix Phoenix probably knows it right away What was Dean Ambrose's plant's name? Mitch, Mitch Oh yeah the that's plants. right Mitch Mitch's a plant clicks <laughs> um,
0: in your head after a while
1: back on TikTok, okay tell us tell us about this one your response is the exact response one would expect from all elite wrestling fans you love some shitty ass wrestlers and shitty ass programming
0: oh yeah i got (laughs) to use the sound uh uh, i don't ever i don't often use sounds but it worked out awesomely so his okay so i love that comment right there in itself because this guy went on a whole tyrant um, there's a, there was another guy, I can't, I'm terrible at some of these channel names that posted a video that said like, Oh, you AEW fans are mad now. Wait for John Moxie to go back. And of course I'm like, you know what? I could be like, you know, these are the 48 reasons why he's not, and I said, you know what? Fuck this. So I, I had to make fun of whoever's <laughs> actually crying. And I'm like, Don't say not funny and literally people are like, or at least him took that extremely seriously. And I'm like. Dude, if you're that mad, just go away. Just go away. Get off of wrestling TikTok. Just goddamn. And that's but that's half the problem with fucking this uh, internet community. It's so goddamn toxic. You can yes. like whatever you like, and you can feel however you feel. I've been seeing so many of the of the female content creators get bashed because oh well, you don't know what you're talking about because you're a girl. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about because you're a girl. Who fucking cares? Just because she doesn't like the brutal, some some of the ladies don't like the brutality, or some of them. There was there's uh, her name, I think it's uh, W Blondie or something like that, or Wheezy, I forget. She, but she's a great little content creator in her own right. She doesn't like Eddie Guerrero, and she's not a fan a fan of Shawn Michaels. And it does shock the hell out of people, but nothing in in her eyes got sparked by those guys. You know, maybe she wasn't led down the path or whatever. Those are the excuses we can run into. We can go down that hill and blah 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 blah. But the point is, is she's still a fan to this day and she didn't like those guys. So she got attracted by something else. The things we may think are shit may attract other people. The point is, is the fandom of wrestling in its own. The fact that she's willing to portray herself as a pro wrestling fan and talk as a pro wrestling fan, even though she knows she's going to get scrutinized and bashed for not loving, you know, all great Eddie Guerrero. Which by the way, he is also all great. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's one hell of a hill to stand on. I mean, I battle the I battle the Benoit, not battle it. I have already been dubbed, I guess, a a Benoit <laughs> apologist. And <laughs> I've I've been attacked um by a couple of people, but it's okay. I really don't I don't care because I'm willing to and I've had this already conversation with a bunch of different people. I'm willing to be very calm and collected about it because there's no point of being upset and angry. I understand what happened. I understand there is no excuse for the heinous actions, but then again, I there understand is medical how explanation. There, there's always some sort of medical explanation. You fucking hit the nail on the head. So I, I defend that little bit, but I've never once said like, you know, oh, he's the. I won't ever call him the goat. Like there was a dude that did that called him the goat, and he got nothing but heat. I'm like, I'm not going that far. He may be one of my all-time favorites, and I may feel my way, but I'll never call him a GOAT. He is super respected. He's one of the best ever. But you got to stop kind of right there, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can only—and this is—that is where I kind of can see both sides. You can only praise the dude so
1: much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And we're still on pretty much the same topic with the whole AEW criticism thing. Um, And actually, somebody tweeted, which went viral this past week, which hit the nail on the head. Um, The difference between WWE diehards and AEW diehards is that WWE diehards just hate AEW and want it to fail because of some blind loyalty to WWE. AEW diehards just want WWE to get better. This is true. We don't want it to fail. We just want a decent product like we grew up with.
0: I was just going to say, I was like, because we knew, or we know what this company is capable of. We, we know that we've seen when they've had no talent and used the same talent over and, over and over and over and over and over and over again. But at least they made it interesting. At least they made it entertaining. Now to some, maybe this is entertaining and, and God bless you. God bless you. But for me, some of it is not, it's, it's dumb. It's stale. It's, um, Repetitive. I mean, let's be on. I mean, I, I understood the whole Roman and Brock thing. Good for them. Mm. You know, you unified your belts. I'm but just hoping for it. exactly. I'm just hoping for you know a new title design. That's all I really yes. give a shit about now. Um, and tag team. and tag team. That'd be awesome. The idea of Cody and the Miz, I'm not the first, I'm not gonna get mad about it. They had a feud back in the day, and then on top of that. What was one dude that they always compared everybody? What was the one name that they kept dropping in AEW? Is The Miz, The Miz, The Miz, The Miz, The Miz. So it kind of has to be the first guy he goes against. Yeah. You know? it. I mean, he's a fucking dingus for censoring himself, Cody is. <laughs> but, I mean, that's his own fucking problem. Uh, and the last TikTok comment is,
1: this guy won't hear any AEW criticism. Strange mindset to have. No, it's... It, we, we will accept criticism for AEW. Hell, we're going to criticize ourselves later on.
0: I'm about to say, I was like, you think I don't criticize this <laughs> fucking show? You think I have no <laughs> criticism for it? You need to come listen to this fucking show. And, and the thing with that one, that one kills me too. I literally, I, I, I got beat. I got challenged by a dude. He was talking about scenarios and how uh, AEW sometimes leaves booking on cliffhangers. And I'm like, no, they always finish their stories. He left prime fucking examples. And I went a full, like, I think almost two minutes saying, I can't defend this one. I can't defend this one. <laughs> you know, this one was dumb as shit. But they're like, you weren't giving this guy a I said, you know, I can't defend it. What do you mean? That just means I can't fucking, you're right. That's, my, that's me saying you're right. If you wanted me to say you're right, then you could say in your comments, well, just say you're right. And I yeah. would have made a four-second video. You're right, Hammer. Ball game. It, it ain't
1: difficult to admit when you're wrong. I did it myself, you know a few weeks back when the whole news broke about cody going to wwe i was like nah he ain't going it's it's all the work he's coming back to aw mm-hmm. he's gonna sign a new contract and the guy i argued with that week came back at me the last week when cody debuted and he was like what were you saying i'm like you really tracked this up I'm like yeah i was wrong i'll admit it
0: yeah i'll admit it It was wishful that's the thinking. reality yeah we we thought differently and we can admit as adults when we're wrong I, this is my opinion. Was it a wrong? The, was it the wrong opinion? Yep. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Shit happens. Move on.
1: Um, so we've only got one shit, Max. Say in the traditional fashion this week, um, and I'm not even going to give the dude the honor of having a stupid name made up. Yeah. Um. First, I saw this tweet, and last night during Dynamite, I saw a couple more tweets, and the guy <laughs> doesn't even like AEW, but he was in huh? on AEW, so I, I just blocked it. I hate when anyway, people do that. Um, the tweet Daddy, is Daddy. CYN brackets TV deal imminent is carrying the wrestling <laughs> industry hard right now, and it's time y'all admit it. Now, if you want to support CYN, go for it. But to even suggest <laughs> that they're carrying anything is ridiculous. Uh-huh. The entire wrestling industry is laughing at them, except for this guy, apparently. I mean, and, and Braun's not doing him any favors.
0: Oh, oh. Um, Dude, talk sorry, about painting Titan. yourself in a corner. How do you do this to yourself? This is like, I've always heard that, we've always heard, I'm sure this is not, I'm not the only exception. We've always heard that's the pot calling the kettle black. Yes. And hot diggity damn, this is a living embodiment of that fucking, of that uh, lovely saying right there. This dude who once was crapping all over bingo holes is now, you can't be making fun of guys out here just trying to get work. Yeah, you should just get a better paying job. Right? Like, dude, (laughs) you motherfucker. (laughs) The balls that you have, bro, with your dumbass haircut, I tell you what. And your pink Crocs. Oh, my lord have mercy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. I was all for um, Control Your Narrative. When it initially started up, literally. I've always been a fan of EC3, you know, um, I was willing to give Braun a chance to sort of pay his way on the indies after those comments. Then they signed Austin Aries and Drake Wertz and I just lost complete all interest. And then they start doing stupid shit like having a match in the complete darkness. Can't see a thing. What? Like, Why? Literally cannot see anything. It's not even a it's not a lights out match. They literally turned all the lights off and had a match. And then they That's come nice. out with this stupid rule book. You can't do super kicks, you can't do toe picks oh, yeah, I cedars. see this. I'm like, What I thought, I thought we were in control of our narrative. Now you're telling me there's like ten things on this list that I can't do.
0: Oh yeah, control your narrative within these lines. Like, wait a minute, what?
1: Also the first rule was like trying to be fight club, you know, like, don't talk about control your narrative. It's, this ain't fight club. Fight Club was cool.
0: I'm about to say, yeah, Fight Club was cool. You're not. (laughs) You're trying really hard.
1: You know what? I I wish Austin Aries was a figment of my imagination, just like Brad Pitt was in that movie.
0: Wouldn't that be nice?
1: That would be great. Then they could actually probably watch Control Your Narrative. But until then, nah. Um, Sarah Logan, or Sarah Rowe, was just signed with them too. Which is cool. Good for her, you know. Hopefully, but,
0: it's, um, whatever,
1: make some money. Yeah, if you listen to Braun, it's gonna make a shit ton of money. It already I is.
0: <laughs> sure, bud. Whatever you say. I can, I can pay my own breakfast bill now. I fucking hope so.
1: I love that video though, where he's going through like this whole massive list of the orders for breakfast and then Triple H is right behind him talking to somebody else and he just turns around and goes, I ain't paying that
0: breakfast bill. Right. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs>
1: Um, but this is why they are marks and that's the shit they say So let's go to the desk and start discussing this past week in wrestling Of course our weeks begin on Friday um, But before we go all the way back to Rampage and Smackdown We've already touched on our top story That Cody Rhodes is unsurprisingly the most over guy in WWE right now Largely yeah, because best, you know. he flew the flag for AEW and now he's gone back But yeah like you said, it, it was a great pairing to put in with The Miz, and I loved the whole exchange of, you know, Cody using wrestling terms and Miz correcting him with WWE sports entertainment terms, such as it's superstars, not wrestlers, and it's title, not belt.
0: hmm Love it. Fucking dumb shit.
1: But the funny know, I mean, thing I
0: mean, is, you go, go back
1: to that Daniel Bryan um, rant mm-hmm. where Miz was literally throwing out the word wrestler. Wrestling, mm-hmm. um, but you know that's just a Miz. He reinvents himself, and now he oh. obviously play into the whole "I'm a sports entertainer" role.
0: I was gonna say he has to play it up as "I'm Mister WWE," like, <laughs> that he has to do it, and he's doing it great. Like if there was, there is no better guy to do it than than the Miz. I there that uh, this is the props I will definitely give him there. If there's ever that guy that'll fly that flag for that company. It's the Miz.
1: Yeah. And it almost feels like they're kind of killing time before we get to eventually Cody and Roman because we got Cody feuding with The Miz and just complete surprise, Nakamura is suddenly in line for Roman's title, which I think we all know he's not going to get, but it's nice to see Nakamura back in the title picture at least.
0: Yeah.
1: Out good for him. out of nowhere.
0: Well, I mean, with Boogs being out. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um.
1: I think what I saw was the plan is Cody is winning money in the bank, which I think is in June this year. They keep changing it. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, that's my guess, too, is going to be he's going to win money in the bank. Uh, You know, giant shocker, this guy that loved uh, ladder matches in AEW or was a part of the first one, he gets to be in another one that's going to happen all the time and in the E, so he'll win. Um, I don't, I don't know it's if he's uh, gonna. It's the
1: second be- of July, Money in a Bank.
0: So oh, okay. Back. I I don't know if he's gonna beat Roman like right off the bat. I'm sure that's the plan. I'm sure that's what they're hoping for. But we already know how Vince is, and the second this dude stops not, you know, being the most over thing there is in the company that's not named Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah, he's you know what I mean. He's got to stay nuclearly hot until fucking what, August?
1: He's that may not be possible. I, looking at the poster and everything, he's definitely winning Money in the Bank because he came from AEW, which is promoted all around casinos and shit, and Money in the Bank is in Vegas.
0: No, There you go.
1: I like um, that already. It's also in the stadium. They're trying to make Money in the Bank. I think it's the Big what? Five now, so Money in the Bank is like a big pay-per-view, so it's in I the would, Allegiant why? Stadium.
0: Why... Like I like money in the bank Okay I I can definitely see it being a big five I like I mean or actually I like the idea of that one being like the the number five And you know I mean I like that That's a nice evener number I like that But I don't like it in a fucking stadium It's no there is no point I mean I get they're trying to make their money ASAP They're trying to garner giant crowds like they thought they got from uh, Mania You're gonna fucking rent out Uh, Allegiant Stadium, and you're maybe, maybe gonna sell 45,000. What is the fucking point? What's the capacity? I think in the 80s,
1: Allegiant Stadium capacity is 65, expandable to 71. But that's for like sports. sports. You can probably get 80,000 in there.
0: Yeah, but I'm, I'm, but what I'm saying is, is they'll probably only get about forty five, forty six thousand at the absolute most, and that's including papering some of it. <laughs> and you're gonna have to cut some of it off. So again, what is the point of running in a stadium if you're gonna have to cut some of it off or black some of it off? Makes no sense.
1: Honestly, I can't think of any other pay per views that should be like big five. Like money in the bank feels like
0: yeah, one of money those in the bank storm. that
1: you pay attention to every year, like the rumble. Um,
0: well, I mean, it was a branch off from the uh, from uh, Mania. Yeah, that's what it first happened. So I mean, like it's a it's meant to be a big deal. It, it has that giant factor in it. You know, look at all the moments Edge had, and, and then Seth at Mania, and all that shit. So yeah, money in the bank's mad important. I like, like I said, I like the idea of it being the fifth one, but I just don't like it in the stadium.
1: I think all the big five are going to be in stadiums now, just to make them stand out as the big five. Um, Speaking of which, I should be more excited, but I'm really struggling to get excited about it. WWE, uh, not only coming back to the UK for a stadium for the first time in 30 years, but coming to Wales Mm -hmm. um, at the Principality Stadium in Cardiff in September. For me, it's 10 years too late. I would have been all for it 10 years ago, but...
0: Now you're like, nah.
1: Yeah, and I wish I wasn't because it's huge. Still it's a going. really big deal, but I just I'm really struggling to get excited about it.
0: I can dig that. I can understand that. Um, you know, I wouldn't be mad, excited for them to hold a pay per view here in San Diego. I wouldn't be jumping for joy. <laughs> but I, I I I still I don't know. I as much as I am upset with the ease product. I don't want to say I'm willing to immediately go spend money for a ticket, but I mean, I've also never been to one of their pay-per-views, so.
1: Yeah. Uh, And it's also equally bad for me because I love Cardiff. Great city. And it's Mm -hmm. only a few hours away. It's a great drinking city.
0: Hey, hey, all right. (laughs) My my man.
1: Uh, I'm sure tickets are going to sell pretty quickly, but the closer we get to the summer, maybe I'll get more interested. I don't know. But right now, I'm just like me. Man, it's too late. Yeah, give me a reason to be pumped. There you for, go. Like, it. Who, who's going to wrestle? Is Roman Re- Roman Reigns is probably going to be in the main event. Avi. what what other stupid mid card matches? What celebrities are we going to have?
0: Uh, yeah, what what uh, what? Uh, yeah, what what celebrities from the UK are going to hang out? Gordon Ramsay going to get choke slammed?
1: <laughs> um, I mean, after seeing, uh, he did a little. Touring show of the US a couple of years ago. I uh-huh. um, needed a little bit of Mexican wrestling. Didn't go too well.
0: Did he? What? What the fuck?
1: Yeah, they had a they had a trios match. Gordon Ramsay was in it. I'll have to find it and send it to you.
0: I want to <laughs> watch this show.
1: It is a great show. Um, it's him. Gino De Campo, who's an Italian, and Fred X who's a French oh, guy. Oh
0: yeah, 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 okay. I've been like, yeah, I've been seeing uh, like uh, like clips of that. Okay, I've been wanting to find that fucking show. That shit looks cool.
1: It is good. Um. All right. So Friday, the only match everybody was talking about was Willie Uta versus John Moxley.
0: Jolly the only match we're talking about.
1: It was nuts. Um, this was one of those one times where I was. Kinda of glad that Rampage was pre-taped because everybody was talking about the match saying you cannot miss this match on Friday. It is insane. And it was. Um, Absolutely was. Wheeler got the stone cold image of being in the sh- well, sharpshooter, whatever the hell you want to call it, Scorpion Deathlock. Covered in blood. Like literally blood was uh, Oh, he was uh,
0: Lee E Ken. As, as we say in the TSK for those that leak, oh, this is the first your first gig? That's <laughs> your first gig cause he was pouring that boy. He he caught right here up on top, and it said, and it just
1: there's it literally was, it an was, image of him of Moxie looking down at him, and the blood is literally in like a, mm-hmm. just like a shape coming out.
0: It really was. It was yeah. It was like squirting out at one point. We're like, Actually, hey, I think it was two points. So it,
1: it was kind of like he had blood horns.
0: It was yeah. It was it like
1: was, Hellboy but backwards.
0: It was bananas, <laughs> but. And I've already heard, and this is the thing, I, again, I hate about TikTok, I've already heard people bash this and say that this was a burial of Moxley, and it's, I, how in the motherfuck is this a burial of Moxley? It took every goddamn thing in Mox's bag to beat this kid. And what has Mox done to anybody before him? He's walked in, and he's handed them their ass, and he's walked out. Wheeler, you got like 15 minutes out of, out of Mox. That's yeah. the point of this. If you don't get that, you don't get pro wrestling. Plain and simple. Like you may get by. sports entertainment just fine, but you don't understand pro wrestling. You can put a dude over by just literally going in there and making him a real con competitor for those. You know what? For I'm, I'm going to help these fucking dorks out. For those th- that didn't like this, think about Sami Zayn and, and John Cena. Yeah. There's or your any of John comparison. Cena's open challenges. There you go. Any of John Cena's open challenges. Exactly. Like this. This. This thing was fucking great. Fucking great. Wheeler is is a now. He's got a rocket up his ass. He 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 went from mid card to at least upper mid card. He he is the new for. And some of my fucking new Japan geeks are gonna cream themselves for this one. He's the new Shoto Aminu for Mox. He's going to be that kid that's going to literally be groomed by these two madmen, or these three madmen, excuse me. Yeah. And it's it's only going to be just great things. Just great things.
1: I mean, what really sold it for me was Marx's expression immediately after the bell, where he was just, like, blowing away. And it's like, the ball's on this kid.
0: Yeah, that's, ex- and that's exactly it. He's just sitting there like, what the... F- <laughs> who the fuck do you think you are dude
1: and then regal and brian come in the ring and mock sucks at them like you
0: fucking see this shit and then the thing that kills me is goddamn regal he's the fucking snarling <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm gonna whip your ass <laughs> motherfucker and then all oh, mad i'm gonna shake your hand i was like it was great and fucking in blood and i'm just like goddamn COVID ain't get yeah, over it god damn it but whatever yeah but it, it's it's great i love this this faction you know, it, it like, like I, I may have, I may be talking about the uh, of Mox going back to the E, but I fucking love this faction so much. And I, that's exactly the reason why I hope he doesn't go.
1: Yeah, the name's growing on me too.
0: It I didn't, I didn't exactly, I was with you. I'm right. Like, it's like, I was not a fan of it like week one. And I'm like, you know what? I can totally get behind it. If you want to know what sold it for me, is the goddamn sweater. <laughs> the goddamn sweater. I was like, you know what? I need that sweater. I if like you that wanna, name now.
1: If you want to sell some merch, put it on Mox, because he makes everything he wears look cool.
0: Yes, dude. Yes. <laughs> Buy anything Mox has.
1: Meanwhile, you got Brian Danielson just a plain white tee. A
0: plain... <laughs> <laughs> he buys the Haynes fucking triple pack. Oh,
1: um, damn. Uh, so also on Friday, Roman Reigns wants the Usos unified the tag team titles. Now, is this just a tease or... Part of the plan to end the brand split And hopefully unify all the Raw and Smackdown titles
0: It is literally I, I don't know and for sure And I've, I've been trying to find Any kind of fucking insider scoops And I can't find jack shit But I mean They've been teasing getting rid of the brand split For Fuck I, I may be talking out of the side of my neck For at least like five or six years It's been in, like, the the talks for a long time of it, of them trying to end the the brand split. They just needed the right guy, quote-unquote, to do it. And now, all of a sudden, they have him when they fucking, whatever. But I, I don't hate that idea. I think it should be done. I think there's no point in the brand split. I think because, you know, you're so fucking overwhelmed with talent, you need to start to actually utilize... Your mid-card titles, or maybe even combine those two and make a fucking TV title. I don't fucking know. That's too old school for you. But they need to do something. Like, this is combine your belts, make make everybody have to actually battle each other. I'm tired of fucking seeing the same matches 88 times over. Expand your fucking divisions, okay? That's the point of the, of, of, of the unification. I don't need half of your roster being good and half of it being shit chasing this one, and the other half that's kind of good and the rest of them that are shit are chasing this one. L- let the shitty dudes wheel down. What do you mean wheel them out, take them back down to NXT, get you some fucking talent down there, since you already are willing to send down Dolph Ziggler and whoever the fuck else wants to fucking show up from the main. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say Natalia's showing up down there too, but it's my whole thing. It's It's like, you know you have stars and i mean if you want to use some in nxt knock your stocks off but you also need to push and try other people in different situations on in the e like on the main and like the best way to do it is to combine the divisions
1: yeah i mean they clearly don't care about the us or ic title they put them they put them both on balor and ricochet and then just kept having them
0: lose matches Oh, yeah, and then I love people's response to that one. Well, look at them. It obviously didn't impact the money draw, but that's not the fucking point, Hammer. They would if they won. Exactly. It's not about who, you know, did they still draw money? It's about what is the point of these motherfucking belts? Are they, do they mean anything? Obviously not, because this is the biggest show of the year that you have two nights and you can't put these motherfucking belts on. In two nights. Come on. You can't. I mean, in the fucking pre shows.
1: Wasn't uh, Balor in the be, Battle Royal on the on the the Andre Battle Royal.
0: It was on SmackDown.
1: Yeah. So the, first of all, that got moved to SmackDown, and second of all, Balor was in that instead of actually having a title match at WrestleMania. Bullshit. And as for Ricochet, he didn't do shit.
0: Nope. He was supposed to defend, or supposed to have a triple threat, or something or another, and I don't know what happened. I don't know they no no they did have a. Didn't they have one? I don't, I don't know if it, it was like on no. Mania,
1: though. I don't know. Uh, there was definitely no mid-card title match at Mania. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you you got people flip-flopping between brands. Mm-hmm. Too many titles. It makes mm-hmm. no sense. Just None at all. I think, I think you were pretty accurate, actually, when you call it the bland split. Because it is bland. It and is a bland it's split. It's run its course. There you go. I'm also getting tired of the name changes, as always. Uh, (laughs) The most baffling one, Austin Theory, is now just Theory. I
0: swear to God, if this fucking nerd doesn't just run out any time anybody says the word, you know what, I have a theory, and he just... What happened? If he doesn't fucking do that every goddamn time, this is a waste. I swear to God, it's a waste.
1: Apparently, the reason for the name change was at WrestleMania when Stone Cold... Gave Austin Fury a stunner. Um, whoever oh, it was Austin on commentary. Austin. Yeah, Austin stunned Austin. I think it was Pat McAfee who called it. And Vince didn't like it. He thought people were going to get confused. So he dropped the Austin from Austin Fury. Like like Stone Cold's going to stick around every week.
0: I was just going to say. I was like, he's gone. St- Steve's gone. And you're going to tell me. You're going to tell me. That people are going to fucking confuse. <laughs> the legendary, the iconic Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this fucking dweeb Austin Theory. The guy who chugs beer and says fuck you to the boss and all this other shit compares to a guy who takes selfies right after he pins a guy.
1: Yeah. What? Does uh, somebody also want to tell Vince they've got a Bobby Lashley and a Bobby Roode?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I thought it was like Bob, Bob or Roode now Rude, or whatever something. The whatever. The like, bullshit. It's,
1: it's not... That's for the first time you've had multiple wrestlers with the same first name. Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho.
0: Mm-hmm. Many Chris's. Many, many Chris. And they had like five of them at one time. Chris Masters? Yeah. Goddamn Chris Masters.
1: Then between Ring of Honor and AEW, you got, I don't know, how many people called Cage?
0: So page Or Page.
1: Paige. And we got two Adams.
0: <laughs> yep. Like, it's, it's, yeah. It's a thing. Besides,
1: nobody really refers to him as Steve Austin. It's Stone Cold.
0: Exactly. Stone Cold.
1: And I think Pan McCabe called it on purpose because it sounded funny when he said Austin stunned Austin. That's that, the thing that you know that's what?
0: the thing that kills me. It's like you hired this dude to be the funny and he's funny and you're like, Don't do that.
1: Austin Fury even played on it. Remember the whole uh, screen scream ghost face reveal in NXT and he quoted the whole it's me, Austin.
0: It's me all along. <laughs> That's right. Fuck, it, yeah, I forgot about um, that.
1: Then we've got Roxy, who is being renamed to Roxanne Perez. Eventually, probably Why? just going to be Roxanne.
0: Hold the fucking phone. Hold the fucking phone. Why is it dudes are getting names chopped in half, and this girl grows from Roxy to, let's fucking give her this labyrinth name? What
1: this, the this, fuck? This very generic name, too, like, it's a very Jesus. common name. Roxy I'm was
0: saying. unique. i I just don't understand. Why are you butchering? Like, or do you need to save money on letters? Is that what this is? Or you
1: know, she wouldn't sell the name Roxy to him, which which, which I probably get. But
0: no, that that makes perfect sense.
1: Come up with another way to spell it or something. I don't care. Just don't mm-hmm. give her such a bland name.
0: <laughs> right. Um.
1: And as for Ra- Raquel Gonzalez, who, she's now. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez.
0: I don't mind that.
1: Nah, that's... Is it the Raquel
0: Gonzalez names. or shoot name?
1: Pretty much, yeah. So, again, she probably didn't want to sell that name to the WWE.
0: Um, so they just fine. changed
1: her last name. It That one's not that much of a big deal. It's just, like, everybody knows her as Raquel Gonzalez. And they won't change it.
0: Yeah, even my wife's become a fan.
1: <laughs> um, but anyway, that's... Pretty much
0: it for friday
1: um and you know what there's not really much i really want to talk about from raw either uh i don't know what the main event was literally all i know was cody in the Mizza segment and austin Fury changed his name but
0: uh that's, that's about it
1: last last night um opened on dynamite with cm punk and penta in a banger to kick off the show and i feel like punk is pretty much Settled in now. Like he yeah, was a little he, rusty when he first came back, and then now he's just firing on all gears.
0: Oh yeah, no, he, he he's he's money right now. He is big money punk for sure. Uh, I mean, he did the fucking the goddamn uh fucking moon salt whatever the fuck, and I was like, what? It just. <laughs>
1: Uh, we should probably see. say also um we've just been criticizing wwe for all the name changes people are going to call us out if we don't mention it how many names has penza got
0: oh jeez. okay hold on i want to i really i really want to count this for real okay so there's there's pentagon there's l zero there's L0, m uh pentadark Dark, Penta oscuro oscuro which is actually just dark in spanish yeah um
1: Uh, and then there's I
0: know he had at least one more. l Zero M. I that was the first one I well no, so Pentagon, Pentagon Dark, Pentagon L Zero M. And then Oscuro. Yeah. But I swear there was a fifth one. So there's we got
1: L Zero M, we've also got L Zero Miedo.
0: Yep, there's the fifth one.
1: <laughs> but this is a little bit different because he keeps changing his name.
0: Well,
1: it's um, I, Somebody owns
0: There's somebody owns uh, uh, the Pentagon name. Um, or hold, which what? Hold on, wait a minute. It's what he? Okay, hold on. It's because he was. He, that's right. He was Pentagon Junior. That's what it was. So he's actually had six names. He was Pentagon Junior, and I want to say that was owned by CMLL. They had all these issues, and then it, uh, he he ended up going into Lucha Underground, where he had I think two names. It was real. was Pentagon, and then it was Pentagon Dark. Then he went to uh, w or not possibly, He went to AEW, and did he debut as just Pentagon or Pentagon Junior?
1: think he debuted as Pentagon.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, so oh, actually. It might actually make it seven for him then. So, according to his
1: Wikipedia, I know, I know. But um, it says he signed to AEW under the ring names Penta L0M, Penta L0M, or Penta Oscuro.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. So, yeah, that means it, Pentagon Juniors, it, it might still be owned by CMLL. Yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> it's just like he changes his name depending on what mood he's in. That's <laughs> so he's got three different names that he uses in AEW,
0: uh, and we don't funny. know why.
1: Um, if he can't use Pentagon Junior, fair enough. But why does he keep using the other why, names?
0: I I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why they did the whole pen, uh, Penta El Zero Miero and the whole. Okay, there was that, and then they changed it to uh, the to just the M, and I was like, that was dumb. And now it's it's because he's dark, and that and Lucha Underground, I guess, probably still owns that fucking name, Pentagon Dark. So, is that thing even a thing anymore? <laughs> but I I mean, it's still fucking people. I'm sure it is, but uh, yeah, he like like seven. I swear, like he's got like seven names.
1: Yeah, then we we've also got um, Dark Dragon, El Hijo del Cuccio, uh Zayus. What? I don't know where we use these
0: names. It all Metzgo, it sounds like.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, definitely. Early career was Zeus. Uh,
0: oh yeah, that's all. Triple-A.
1: Oh, he was Pentagon Junior in Triple-A.
0: Okay, so it's Triple-A it's that owns the name, then, not CMLO. Oh, he was Zeus, then he
1: was Dark Dragon. Dark I like uh, that. Then he became Pentagon Junior in Triple-A. Mhm. Nuts. But anyway, um, yeah, the match was an opening banger. Both absolutely gave it their all. Um, I think the Fast and Furious ending made it better for Punk to win because, honestly, I didn't really want either one of them to win. Um, Punk has only lost to MJF. Penta uh, is, is still a big name, but hasn't really done a whole lot singles-wise in AEW.
0: He's a name because we know of him, but, yeah, no, he's done, like, nothing as a single, which kind of sucks.
1: I mean, he's done a hell of a lot tag team-wise, but that's a different story. Yeah, right. Uh, I Yeah, I love the ending. So, Punk goes for the GTS. pencil changes, gets out of it, goes for his finisher. Then Punk gets out of that. And then, oh, what was this a springboard or something? He turned out into a GTS.
0: Oh, yeah, like, he caught him out of midair. And I was like, oh, check out the squatting legs <laughs> on Punk here. All right. Because really Penta, Penta is not a small dude, it's not no, a small dude,
1: not at all. And Punk is a little bit. I mean, he he's muscly, but he's he's a small dude. He's always been he small is a small dude. Smaller
0: guy, as
1: Triple H called him, he's a skinny fat ass.
0: There you go. What the <laughs> fuck, skinny fat? I like it.
1: Um, Punk obviously has his eyes on some gold. Finally
0: i think and i've like, said it before i really rather it be like him and samoa joe i rather i want him to battle for like the ring of honor title yeah or the tv be, title
1: that'd be good but i think his name attached to an AEW title would give it a lot of prestige um yeah. and i like the fact that he hasn't gone straight for gold he's had a few feuds he's you know made made mjf into an even bigger star than he already was mm-hmm. um gave darby allen a bit of a rub oh yeah but, yeah he's been there coming up like oh just over half a year he's been there now so i think it's high time that he set his sights on some gold now that he's firmly got both feet in the door You're, you
0: know what i i like your way of thinking so yeah let's let's i mean i'm down for it i don't hate the idea of punk as champion for anybody that's like oh it's good it's, it's like no hold on it's, it's the idea is elevation for me it's mm-hmm. all about elevation but then again who who's been elevating anybody who's been the better elevator of people so far punk because look at what he's done for again. Like I said on TikTok five or six months ago, 95% of these internet fucking wrestling nerds would have not known who the fuck MJF was. The idea of him going to the E is, Oh, we don't want that fucking guy. And he has this program with punk and now he has to be the next motherfucker to go. Yeah so again yeah he he punk is making giant stars i i don't hate the idea of him like maybe he's the guy that beats hangman you know what i mean the grizzled old vet beats the guy or you know maybe Mm. that's hang or maybe he's the dude that dethrones adam cole we'll figure that whole thing out but then it's got he's got to then go heel as champion at some point it's got to be a long reign he's got to turn heel and if you set up anything with a giant star like that, you have to have a giant new star to take him down. And that guy's being built with Punk's old fucking rival, MJF. And that, I'm talking Wardlow. Oh. Like, I'm, that, that is exactly what I'm seeing right now. I'm seeing heaven. For, now, I'm seeing this because I think it, it's, and I hate saying this. I really do. I think it's time to just pull the plug on, i'm hangman i fucking love Hangy. he's the man but he is as stale as bun as, as bread that you leave out on the countertop bro he's stale as shit i'm sorry he they're not giving him enough promo time or maybe he doesn't want the promo time the texas death match thing is starting to get to me i mean if it, it was archer's match now it's his match so it's like whose fucking match is it why must it always be this for it to be good that's not true. It doesn't have to be this to be good, but it's it's just annoying. But I definitely see Cole winning, and I can and I can see you know the transition to let's get a giant face to beat you know a Cole because that's the problem. You're not deal- You're not gonna. Who else is gonna dethrone fucking Hangman? What other other than MJF? That's my only other option. Yeah, but I, I I again. get
1: get what you're saying, like. The frill was definitely in the chase for Hangman, and now he's been—he's champion. There's a lot more pressure on him, obviously. But I—I I, I mean, he's doing—I don't know. He's getting big pops every time he comes out. Oh no, he's so over he's, as a motherfucker.
0: Yeah, he's over as a motherfucker.
1: But it's just like, why is he not making more headlines as champion?
0: Honestly, I feel like they're not putting him in the position to do so. He doesn't get the promo time that Mox got, that Jericho got, that you know. um he, he's just not, he is not the talking champ like the other guys were. And I'm not saying he has to be that, but unfortunately, yeah, I, he kind of does.
1: If you're world champion, you kind of do have to be a good talker. And like you're well, carrying I, the whole brand.
0: I don't want to say good, I want to say a consistent talker. Let's mm. be con- like, like, you can get away with being somebody who's consistent. Okay, You don't have to be the greatest thing in the world. You don't have to be even a really decent talker. I mean, there's been some bad ones out there that have been world champs before, and it's worked out just fine. Look at a fucking Rodney Arvin, for crying out loud. Guy couldn't yeah. cut a promo to save his fucking life. And he was one of the great NWA champions of all time. So he can be, he can be good. They just need to put him in that spotlight to be so. Right now, he is literally... The guy that comes out and he gets a pop and he says a couple of things in Texas Deathmatch and it's like um
1: for sure and, and he goes for the buckshot
0: and he goes for the buckshot that's it I mean he he's getting I, I don't I don't want to say like to the point of being like a telegraphable kind of dude but at the same time like uh, fucking all pro wrestling's predictable so
1: I think what Page world champion has done is kind of exposed that AEW don't have that many main eventers. That's like true. They, they've got a lot of guys that are popular. Very true. To reach a mainstream audience, they don't have many guys that are in the main event seeing like, them stand out. Like you had Jericho, but he's busy mm-hmm. doing his stable shtick. You had Kenny, but he's injured or yeah. recovering from injuries. Recovering. Um, so, really, you've only really got like you had Brian Danielson. That was a great feud. Um, but he went from that to Lance Archer. And Lance Archer is popular within AEW, but then. Anybody else is like, well, I'm not really familiar with this guy, and even in AEW, he hasn't won much. He keeps getting to title matches and then keeps losing.
0: Yeah, the (laughs) that's the sad. This is the reality. Is like, um, as much as we're hoping stars are getting built, they're not, and then it's obviously you know. If I'm the casual fan, I'm immediately turning off because it's like, okay, well, you're not. I kind of like this guy, but you're not going to build this guy. Like Lance Archer looked like the dude. He looked like he was going to be that big, mean giant that somebody's going to have to chop down to win the AEW World Title. And now the guy, the guy hasn't even sniffed the belt. No, you know what I mean? It's it's ridiculous.
1: Uh, he had his fingertips on TNT, but that went back to Cody. <laughs> yeah I um, mean
0: it is what it is I mean we've we, we, we bitched about The booking of Lance Archer before Yeah
1: many times So AEW is new. good at, They're good at building tag teams And upper mid card But they're not very good at building New main event stars Like even MJF is pretty much stuck in upper mid card Right now
0: I, He's been in the main event I would, scene. I will beg the differ I feel uh, I feel MJF is currently a main event star and I think they're hold on let me let me re let me sentence this um I think the rub that he got from Punk made him an, a really really big star and he's going to turn around and use that exact same rub to put over Wardlow and right. within doing so they're hoping to build two bigger younger stars but I I'm kind of with you I think Do it within doing that. You're gonna kind of like you just you just have this cool new polished tool, right? And now you're about to go fucking rough it up. And I mean, and and as much as that's a good idea, because you're passing that polish over, which isn't that's not how that works. But you know, you're passing polish over. It's you're still taking some from the guy. Do I mean again? Are they still fucking over? You bet your ass. But they're not. They're not casual fan grabbing over.
1: No, they're not in a position to sell tickets.
0: Yeah, hate saying it because I love this company. Like I love everything they're doing, and I love all the guy, most of the guys in it, and it, and it's just it's it's slowly. Are we're not relying? I don't want to say they're not relying on bigger stars to carry the company, but their direction was definitely based around. The big guys like a Kenny, like a like a Jericho, and they were hoping to have stars by now. And they're just I don't I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Like what can, what can really change to make things better? I don't know. I thought that I thought Hangman Waining was going to be enough, and it, it turned out not to be enough.
1: No, and sad that it is. I think Brody would have gone on to be a huge, huge star in AEW.
0: I think bro, I think. See, that's another thing. I think Brody as champion would have been gigantic, and Brody yeah. would have been champion. Like, that, tell me he wouldn't have been. I call you lie to your face. He would have been champion, and it would have been huge, and it would have made the Dark Order even bigger. And now they're kind of just floundering.
1: Yeah, I'm waiting for that Dark Order heel turn.
0: That's what I'm waiting for. And you know what? This is, and, and I'm glad you said that because that's how I, I expect Hangman to lose.
1: Yeah, so that doesn't it, damage him, but it gets the title on a more, I don't want to say relevant, but more flashy guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Very true. A more over guy, a little bit better of a household name. I mean, granted, mm. the, the belt is just as big as he is. So, I mean, he looks awkward holding it, but it is what it is. He, Adam Cole will be, will be and can be a great AEW champion, but... As much as I just explain the whole gimmick where it's like, oh well, you know, punk could be the guy to beat him and da da da. da, da. It's you know, I, I, I said it a couple of weeks before, and I think I even said it last week that the only guy that could beat Adam Cole if he comes champ is, is gotta be Kenny. I understand yeah. where Punk wants and all that shit, but it's it's gotta be Kenny. And then maybe then you have Punk show up and be the guy. Punk and, and Punk versus Kenny, who is the true best in the world? Oh. I just, yeah,
1: because I think man, ch- Kenny is chubby. a great heel,
0: mm-hmm. but he's so popular when he's a babyface. Factual statements, and I um, think Punk is more over when he's a fucking heel. Oh, Punk loves being a heel,
1: but because he's been out of wrestling for so long, I think he's really enjoying being like a really hug party babyface right now.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, as
1: for Wardlow. Again, he's getting like some of the loudest pops of the night, too, and all he's doing is invading the show every week, taking out security. Um, I loved how he cast MJF the match against Shawn. by uh, yes. count out. And I also love MJF begging the referee, I will triple it's your pay one. if you don't count to ten.
0: He's <laughs> the only Bryce triple your pay. I got him, <laughs> um
1: uh, I, I, I think Bryce kind of earned a removal of geek of the week by last night because that was just great.
0: I mean, do I the, do I take the, the money
1: or do I yeah, do, fucking
0: 10. The the great thing about Bryce is is as much as he can be the ultimate geek, he can also be uh like the best ref there's ever been <laughs> and he he's just like as much as I love Aubrey because I feel like Aubrey's like look at here, bro. I mean, you don't fuck with Aubrey, all right? You just you just don't. Um even Jericho didn't No, he he's not fucking with her um fucking Bryce is just he he's the fucking he's the dude that he's like he's 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 uh he's he's the he's the fan in the in the fucking crowd who just so happens to be the ref he'll see a gnarly shot <laughs> and be like oh my god and he just like reacts like the people will and it's awesome like yeah. I still I, there was a there was an earlier episode I want to say it was during the pandemic um where I, I fucking shit. I can't remember who was it. Um, I want to say it's Lance Archer and somebody. And Lance Archer like kills a dude with a move, and he's just like jumps up and does the whole like thing or whatever. And you just hear count, and he's like, "Oh yeah," and he. <laughs> and then yeah, he did it again, fucking a couple of weeks ago with uh uh Statlander and no, was it Statlander, um. Uh, Layla Hirsch and whoever she wrestled, and, uh, I think it was Red Velvet. And she fucking okay. donged her in the back of the head with a goddamn um, turnbuckle. And it was just like, Bryce! He's like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> His just reactions are awesome. He's the fucking best.
1: If if we can say Aubrey is AEW's Earl Hebner, then Bryce is AEW's Mike Chioda.
0: Facts. And the, and the weird thing was is they actually had Mike Chioda on the roster for a while. <laughs>
1: Um, what oh, I, I also realized last night is wrestling fans love it when a referee shoves a wrestler
0: back. Oh, it always gets a pop. It's been getting a pop for the, since the fucking seventies, bud. Like Ric Flair used to do the used to do it up, boy, and it was I think uh, Randy Johnson, I think was actually the name of the not the pitcher, the name of the referee that he used to like go back and forth with, and it got to the point where like um, he actually like hit him once. And the fucking like this crowd, I think in Georgia went absolutely fucking ape shit. But it's like, yeah, just the fucking you got shoved, and Bryce is like, no, 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 I'm gonna shove you, and everyone's like, oh, what the fuck? And it was just to see like Spears have to hold off MJF is was like hilarious. I was expecting <laughs> yeah. uh, Spears to just attack Bryce, but he's like, no, 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 no we don't want to get fired. We we got to get out of here.
1: Definitely don't want to get suspended.
0: No, don't get suspended.
1: Um, like I mentioned, AEW are great at building tag teams. Facts. I think the tag team division is definitely one of their strongest assets. And again, proven this week, Jurassic Express, get the double the, the Red Dragon to retain the titles. But that wasn't the full story because FTR come out to com- I love FTR with baby faces, by the way. Oh um, fucking excellent. And confront Red Dragon.
0: I love how many tag
1: team titles we got Knocking around right now
0: Just everything about this is just great All of it, great Got Jungie right here Ooh (laughs) Excuse me, there it goes I was like, where did it go? Anyway Um Brought a tear, I damn near cried last night Not even gonna lie, my four year old Has been obsessed with this guy right here With this exact figure And um we're watching the match and he walks in the living room and I, I watch with the TSK, but I was I was dealing with some uh some adultery stuff, not the actual adultery, but with adult <laughs> stuff. Adult <laughs> stuff. Hold on, calm calm down. I bought a car, people. Let's just go with that. There's a lot of paperwork <laughs> and bullshit to go with that. Um so I missed moments like almost the entire fucking show. I had to rewatch it. And watching it on the big screen, and he's like, Hey mom, look, that's jungle boy. And just I was like, oh here we go. This is this is the day. This is the moment, and he's like cheering him on and like watching the whole thing. And it's just like it. It's 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 fucking. It, it was, it's a great time for me to be a fucking wrestling fan. I tell you what. But no, I I love the, I love this tag team. Um, I, I I feel like Luchasaurus doesn't get enough love. He doesn't get enough attention. he's more fucking ring time. This guy, he's awesome, but yeah. he doesn't. You know, he he comes in. He gets the hot tags all the time. But he's he I, I love what he does. Um, Red Dragon is officially one and two in the fucking AEW and and I'm not loving that. But then mm. again, when you're aligned with the super click nerds, I understand it. It makes sense. You just put some guys over, it's all good in the hood. Um but yeah, I'm a thousand percent with you. FTR is faces is just gold. Fucking gold. Multiple gold.
1: Yeah, bringing up Lucha Soros, one of my favorite spots in the match was Jungi going for a suicide dive and um, Red Dragon move out of the way, go around the ring, and Lucha just jumps over and hits his own moonsault on the other side.
0: That's right, right. Excellent stuff. The guy's over as fuck, man.
1: Um, so we get to another tag match, the trios match of uh Jericho Appreciation Society and Eddie Kingston and FNF. No, not FNF. P and P, proud and powerful. What the hell was FNF? <laughs>
0: Five bags of ready.
1: Unexpected to see Danny Garcia get the actual pin.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of not. I mean, they they want to push the dude. Um, <sighs> I will say that I I can absolutely get some heat because I like my the Geek of the Weeks so, are like perfect this week. So, you know what? Fuck it. Let's, I, I got to talk about them right here, right now. So, let's hit the goddamn Forsaken music. Hit the music. Pencil neck geek, pretty freak, scum sucking beer with a lousy proceed. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck Pencil neck geek. Pencil-neck geek. So, geek of the week, or geeks of the week, excuse me. I have to fucking do this. This is the uh, this is a dude who grew up in the hood. Fucking goddamn Eddie Kingston, fucking Santana and Ortiz. Do you not, do you motherfuckers, do you motherfuckers not know what on site means? On site means when I fucking see you, I'm whooping that ass. Not. Oh, we'll see you at seven. Yeah, we'll fucking be there. Yeah, fucking wrong. No, that's fucking coward shit. You get your ass out there and you fight them off the fucking plane. I don't give a shit. You fucking jump the two n- the fucking nerds. No, you fucking brawl. It's on site, motherfucker. Like that. Jesus Christ, that pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> I'm like dude I've lived in a neighborhood Where it was like when people told you on site Bro like you fucking looked around Corners and made sure fucking people didn't see you And you know that was the gimmick You stayed the fuck out of the way ham. Not Oh well, we'll fucking see you later Like Fucking <laughs> and no Just you lost some serious street cred For that one some, I I don't give a shit I'll take it away That mm-mm. Yeah
1: Yeah the the worst part, well, obviously Eddie get, Eddie got a beat down afterwards, um, mm-hmm. but not Nick still didn't get his shoes back. No,
0: not Nick still did not get his shoes back. <laughs> that was the best part though. I did I didn't. Intro- where's his shoes? Well, where's his shoes? <laughs> I'm like, no, where's stop. It? This isn't funny. I don't want to be entertained. This <laughs> is dumb. I'm trying to hate you.
1: Uh, another highlight of the match. It's always a highlight in any match, that it's in uh, a tribute to Eddie from Santana. Always gets an Eddie chant. Love it.
0: I mean, everybody's everybody's praising Eddie up right now, and I'm I'm it's I'm not hating it, so keep it rocking.
1: Um. So we have Marina Shafir make her AEW <sighs> debut against Blue Sky. Uh, Sky Blue. Okay, bro,
0: let me ask you a question here. You ever heard of a dead crowd? Yeah. This was as fucking dead as it gets, bud.
1: Ex- except for one section, and this is the part that I wanted to get to. I just want to say I despise the baddie section gimmick. If you're going to do it, don't put mics on them Because that was annoying there, shit
0: That's the fucking average section You kidding me? Right. Are you kidding me? I'm also worried
1: section. I'm okay. also worried a little bit That it can damage Jade's momentum As she gets more and more over
0: Oh, I don't want to say it really She can always tell the bitches to, fly, to get the fuck out of here What kills me was Red Velvet's in the goddamn crowd With right. the bitches And I'm like, why are you here? Like what are you doing right now? It it just drove me bananas. And I'm like, you just ma- totally made yourself out to be like the biggest geek. Like, we've already known you as a geek. Now guess what? Ba bing, geek, giant geek.
1: Yeah, well you ain't got Cody and Brandy to ride around coattails ever anymore.
0: Nope, they're gone. Sorry. So now we're gonna be riding over- Joe now we're gonna be riding Jade's coattails. I'm about to say, I was like, and you're not getting over in my eyes.
1: Also, Smart Mark Sterling was in almost every friggin' segment this week.
0: Yeah, he was all over the fucking place, this guy. He
1: he was Chad. He was pulling the ultimate lawyer stick. <laughs> really, Anytime really was, there's though. anything legal required, Smart Mark, Smart Mark Sterling's there.
0: Well, I mean, all those advertisements on AEW television, you yeah. <laughs> know,
1: that'll bring the business in. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the main events. Oh yeah, um, it started off well. I mean, you got Joe and Suzuki slapping the shit out of each other.
0: Oh, the match was awesome. Let's the just match be was like, the match was awesome.
1: Even the finish was, of the uh, match was great.
0: But it, it was after it the was, match that sucked. What did? Okay, hold on. I got a number because I always listen to Uncle Dave and 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 Brian before I get on the show. It was hundred and twenty-seven strikes back and forth. Damn! Isn't right? Isn't that fucking bananas? And they're just. Chopping each other and chopping each other and chopping and chopping and chopping and chopping, and it was great. And like they fucking, they go for the muscle buster, and Suzuki's still fighting out, and this whole bit. And fuck anybody doesn't like the term "murder grandpa," and it was just <laughs> the greatest.
1: Yeah, there's actually people out there who don't enjoy Suzuki matches. It's, you get in there and take those slaps.
0: I don't know who doesn't like Suzuki matches. I haven't. That that that's dumb. That is dumb for you not to like fucking Minero Suzuki. I I can I've already battled the people that don't like his nickname because they think it's cutesy. Which not everything no. from Japan has to be fucking cutesy.
1: It's not cutesy. He is literally an old man that will kill you.
0: He is a murderous grandfather. <laughs> like this is the truth. He has a fucking he has a a, a positive record in MMA in Japan. He is the a former pink king of Pancrase, which is a which is a shoot form of pro wrestling. Okay, the guy—I want to say he's a fucking—he's um, also a fucking national fucking—he's uh, a nationally ranked amateur wrestler. So, like, he's a murderous grandfather who will laugh in your face as he slaps you, or as you try to slap him. So, yes, like it—it's it, not a cutesy nickname. It is a it is a literal description of a man.
1: Yeah, like okay. you said, um co-founder Pancrase it's one of the first MMA organizations in the world.
0: It is the first organization in the world. I don't give a shit what they say. What what fucking Wikipedia might tell you. That was the first. <laughs> MMA, the UFC, all that shit didn't start without Pancrest. Pride did not start without Pancrest. Ask ask fucking Bot like no, not literally, but if you can if you can ask Boss Rutin. He'll tell you that he'll ask Ken Shamrock. He'll tell you without Pancrest, there would have been no UFC.
1: He's also not John, that old. He's in his 50s, early he's 50s,
0: 52 or 53 years old. If I look like that at 53 years old, Jesus,
1: yes. I want to be haircut. a murderous
0: grandfather as well. <laughs> Maybe not quite literally, but you know what I mean?
1: That's the key. You just knife edge chop everybody and ow. to shit. 127
0: times I mean the fucking It was uh you could see like Fingerprint bruises on On Joe's shoulder within the first Three minutes and I'm like wow Like not even Like a handprint like your fingers Bro Ow
1: And then there was a There was a spot where Suzuki was gonna go for A a pile driver or power bomb or Something with mm-hmm. Joe down there And he's went No one more time And it just start slapping each other again
0: Yep He's like No nah, I'm not lifting this guy up <laughs> Fuck this shit
1: <laughs> Oh yeah That too um, But yeah The ending of the match was great It was a great feel good moment For Joe to win A Ring of Honor title After all this time Again I also saw Also the coming. only one he hasn't won
0: I was uh, going to say well, that's yeah. the only one he hasn't won
1: Yeah I mean We saw it coming Because Suzuki Doesn't stick around He's just on a tour nah, But, but it, hey, what,
0: One hell of a guy To put a guy over right Right
1: and the celebrations was cut very short by Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt, which isn't should have. It should have
0: ended with the present. <laughs> God present.
1: First of all, you don't need it. We've talked about the blackout being overdone before, but you definitely don't need it for somebody nobody knows.
0: Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It would have made sense if it was like, and I hate to say it like this, but like, fucking great colleague shows up. Okay. <laughs> Hey, it's a like great colleague. Like, oh, fuck, it's a great colleague. <laughs> but the point is, is like, we would have known who. Yeah. I barely knew who this dude was because I was like, I had don't no you idea. play basketball? I know. I know. He was a part of the He got drafted by the Dallas Mavs. I want to say back in 2015. I'm literally going off the top of my head here. Um, He's a seven foot two center. He ended up getting cut by the team and not paused. That's not true not caught by the team. He got moved to the D League and he played in uh I think still in I think it's Dallas, something or another, but he played in in their summer leagues and in their developmental leagues, but he never really got any actual NBA time. Mm. But I mean, he's been training for the better part of what did Dave say? Like 5 or 6 months? Wow, I mean, all- he looked like shit. Yeah. He looked like absolute dog shit. He's a legit seven-two guy. Um, I think they build him at seven-four or whatever, but he's a legit seven-two. He but this is this this stunk of the E, and I mean stunk of the E. And this is wasn't the only segment that stunk of the E. I mean, there was the other one that we bypassed, which the the fucking Thunder Rosa pie face, thingamajig, whatever the fuck. So the cake in the face, I'm like laughing because I'm like, oh, it's a total Mexican tradition. On your birthday, you get cake in your face. (laughs) Excuse me. But, um, you turn around and, like, Nyla Rose is beating her ass even though her fucking eyes are covered in frosting. And I'm like, how the fuck do you get your ass kicked by a lady that is supposedly blind? What the fuck is going on? And then I have to deal with this giant, bumbling, stumbling whatever the fuck he is in a fucking... In a in a way, in, in, in a debut that made no sense, it's like it just it it was as sports entertainment as one can be.
1: Yeah, the only part that makes sense is obviously we already know lethal and um, Sanjay are feuding with Joe since mm-hmm. Joe's debut, but right. bringing the guy nobody knows, uh, Satnam Singh. By the way, we haven't even mentioned his name yet. Uh, um, apologies, Ham. I wouldn't have known who he was if it wasn't for the commentary team saying exactly what you just said. Didn't he play basketball? Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, God. so he's a former NBA player, okay. Of all
0: the fucking dudes, Tony Chivani, who used to cover the Braves, by the way, the, the Atlanta <laughs> Braves baseball, so how the fuck he's got his hands in basketball is beside me. And how, how the hell does Excalibur know what basketball is? He's a fucking luchador. <laughs> uh,
1: I love Oh, speaking of... Um, Excalibur, I love JR calling him out. What does Kazi he you know, actually mean, Excalibur? I don't know. I'll have to look that one up. <laughs> JR's like, Tony, we got one on him.
0: They like, beat him. Got one.
1: JR <laughs> also know. saw his double in the crowd. That he did. <laughs> it just completely caught great. him off guard. I don't think he knew about it. The camera just cut to him, and JR's just in the middle of talking. He's like, wait a minute. Just, like, you could hear JR's cogs stop turning. Like,
0: for a wait, second Is that me <laughs> is, it, is this me What's going on around here? What's happening
1: <laughs> um, But yeah The ending drained The uh, excitement Out of the match Maybe Big even time. out of the show For a lot of people Um, If you If you're gonna debut a guy Nobody knows Don't do it as the very last Couple of minutes
0: Facts Don't do it the last couple of minutes
1: it was all this talk about them being granted overrun privileges. I think they it over went over like like two minutes. Two minutes, and even then, it just cut. In the middle over, of the commentary team talking, it just cut.
0: It went over two minutes for a debut. Nobody's gonna give a shit about. In, it, in now, if, now if the match would have went like two, three minutes over, and then you had the gimmick, all right, mm. I guess. But the only reason you went over was for the goddamn bullshit. And it was bullshit.
1: That nobody is happy with.
0: No. <laughs> no, this is just bad. Uh,
1: I don't mean to shit on Satnam because obviously I don't know anything about him. I've never seen him wrestle apart from that right? little brawl. But it was just the wrong way to debut him.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Like, if they even if, and this is. Some people are going to bash me for it. If they would have hit music and seen a name and be like, who the fuck is what? Even that would have been a better than, oh, let's turn the light because we, as the fans that have gotten used to watching AEW on a regular, we associate the fucking the blackout with two things. It's either going to be Aleister Black and his fucking groonies or it is a debut of somebody we know. And and I, and I somebody we know. Not who the fuck is that? And them goddamn lights were off for like fifteen seconds. Mm. I was like, "Okay, is this how we're ending the show?" <laughs> All right, bye. Everybody, go home. Lights are out.
1: So there you go. We we can criticize AEW just as much.
0: Bad, we have been that. though. That's the gimmick. I don't give if fucking somebody tells me I don't criticize this company, you're full of fucking shit, and you don't listen to this goddamn show. I criticize each company and every company I fucking watch. I used to criticize the shit out of fucking New Japan. It's not about, oh, because I like this one. I absolutely do like AEW more than I like WWE. There is no lie there. I will not disagree with that one. But I will also hold it not to a similar standard because one is not the same. They are not the same. But I will definitely fucking call them out for their bullshit. And... A, a good handful of this episode was some bullshit, especially the ending. You, you know, you were like, oh, it probably took the, the wind out of the sails of the match or the whole show. And I'm like, yeah, with me, it was the whole fucking show.
1: Yeah, it was a wet it's fire like, this ending. Is,
0: this is a bad presentation at the end. This is bad. I'm yelling at my screen. This is stupid. This and, and I do that when I watch the E. So that's got to tell you something. Tony's been
1: screwing up a little bit lately.
0: I think Tony, Tony's been doing a little too much of the thunder snow. It's a joke. Definitely. It's a fucking joke, people. But anyway, but he has, but he probably <laughs> has. Um, but it's no his. He, I want to say he went from having all this fun, creative freedom to now he wants input from people. I mean, mm. uh, didn't fucking that Pat Buck fucking guy get fired and now he's AEW?
1: Yeah, the guy that produced the two worst matches at WrestleMania.
0: Exactly. And apparently he was the guy that helped write tonight's or last night's episode. <sighs> so,
1: well, the ending shows that.
0: And so does the fucking Jericho Association Society. Which, by the way, if anybody's curious of why the fuck I say society, all fucking crazy. If you, watch, if you ever watch Liar Liar, the way Jim <laughs> Carrey says society, when he's <laughs> yelling at the homeless guy, it's, I, I have to do it.
1: I think we can sum it up with all the ring time was awesome last night. Facts. Anything else we could have done without.
0: Also, facts. Hey, this is the Charismatic Enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hey, this is Tommy Dream. It's the Ultimate Vanessa, your girl's favorite wrestling Hey yo, what up, it's Darby Allen This is the voice of Killer Cross It's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here You are watching Max Max Wrestling Podcast You are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast We're gonna take it to the max We're about to take it to the max And we're about to take it to the max It's time to take it to the max Welcome to the madhouse Ladies and gentlemen Welcome to the madhouse Take it to
1: the max. Take care, babe. Bye. Welcome back to the Cap and show. If we've made you laugh, if we've made you cry, even if we pissed you off. Please hit the sub button or the follow button, whichever one you may be using. Unlike Shrek, we're here every Thursday. There you go, baby. Now, in 2017, we stole the New Day's time machine. Purely for this segment, it's This Week in Wrestling History. All right, on April 8th, 1995, Eddie Guerrero made his ECW debut and won the television championship from Too Cold Scorpio. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There wasn't an awful lot of Eddie in ECW, but that's a great way to debut.
0: Yeah, no, he showed up in 95. I want to say he he won the belt. He hung out for, I want to say, a little longer, and then then he went to uh, WCW.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Also on April 8th in 2013, one of the best pops of the modern era. The night after WrestleMania 29, Dolph Ziggler cashed in his money in the bank on Alberto Del Rio to become the mm-hmm. world heavyweight champion on Raw. Uh, very soon after he got concussed and
0: didn't really get booked very well after that. No, I mean... Uh, the- We all thought he was going to be, you know, upper echelon, whole blah 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 blah, and it just kind of crumbled
1: Yeah, but still, that was a hell of a moment, and the crowd went
0: nuts As much as I bag on the ziggles, like, hey, I popped for that moment
1: Yeah, I think, like, this was the first time WWE realized, shit, the night after WrestleMania's got the
0: best crowd It really does, really, Um, really does
1: And they played on it for a couple of years, but then the last few years, they've booked the next night like shit, so people stopped caring so we kind of lost. It was a nice gimmick while it lasted, of being the night after WrestleMania crowd. Yeah, it was a gimmick. Uh, and it all started was it was it New York this one? It all started in New York, New Jersey.
0: New Jersey.
1: Uh, also, April eighth, twenty eighteen, at WrestleMania thirty four, there were six title changes. Uh, Cedric Alexander defeated Mustafa Ali to win the vacant cruiserweight title. I think this was after Enzo got fired. Yep. While he was champion. Yep. Um Seth Rollins defeated Finn Balor and the Miz to win the Intercontinental Championship. I believe that was his first time.
0: I think so. I know Finn won winning.
1: The... No, Seth. I think.
0: Oh, Seth. What's that?
1: He was WWE champion and US champion. I think this was his first IC title. Yeah, you're right. Um the SmackDown women's title should have changed hands, but Charlotte ended Oscar's undefeated streak. Go fuck yourself. I'm um, completely forgotten about this one. Jinder Mahal defeated Bobby Roode, Randy Orton, and Rusev for the U.S. title. I think we said a couple of weeks ago. I have no memory of Randy Orton being U.S. champion, but this is when he lost its agenda, and I have no memory of that either.
0: <laughs> no, I'm so I'm still fucking dumbfounded.
1: Now, Jinder beat Bobby Roode, Randy Orton, and Rusev for the U.S. title, and we don't remember it.
0: Jinder, the terror, Jinder man.
1: The uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, Harper and Rowan defeated The New Day to win the SmackDown tag team titles. Nia Jax defeated Alexa Bliss for the Raw women's title. The Bar lost the Raw tag team titles to Braun Strowman and Nicholas. (laughs) Talk about wet fart
0: moments. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm loving the meme that's going around right now. It's like, remember Nicholas? This is him now. It's fucking Ezekiel. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) All along, he was Elias's brother. That's right. Wow. I also love that clearly photoshopped image of Ezekiel and Elias together.
0: By the way, um, Kevin is not crazy, I, I, but I do love him going crazy. Yeah. So I'm the only one sane around here.
1: You know what? We we bag on Kevin Owens doing stupid rivalries, but he's really good at them.
0: No, no he's great. He's like, great at everything.
1: This storyline was kind of It's perfect for Kevin Owens Because when he loses his shit He loses his shit And it's funny All right, we're still on April 8th But this is last year 2021 at TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 2 um, When it actually made sense sense for it to be called Stand and Deliver because it was still pirate themed I don't know what the hell they were doing this year Um, We'll we'll just keep the name Even though it's not pirate themed anymore But that makes Mm -hmm. no sense
0: But we can't think of a new name We can't think of a new name
1: um, and Cross won the NXT title for the second time, defeating Finn Balor. And also, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole went to war in a 40 minute unsanctioned match.
0: Yeah, they did. Shit was great. Oh.
1: Excuse me. Um, okay, April 9th, 2019. The Hardy Boys won the SmackDown Tag Team titles for the first time, defeating the Usos. This was at their ninth. Tag team title win in WWE overall.
0: Yeah, Damn. so I think
1: that this is probably also the last tag team titles they won in WWE.
0: Nine titles? Yeah, fucking goddamn. Okay.
1: I thought they won more than that, but yeah. That's including the WCW tag team titles because they won it in WWE.
0: Sounds right to me, but I dig it. I can see uh, how it might be more.
1: Gonna like this one. April 10th, 2000. All WCW titles were vacated. As Bischoff and Russo attempted to reboot the brand, that's when oh, they that's right. brought in that whole crazy logo um, That some people didn't even realize spelled out WCW, they just thought it was a crazy shape
0: mm-hmm. we, I, we all thought it was a crazy shape, <laughs> I thought it was a crazy shape It's like oh, it's WCW. I'm like, It is? I guess
1: Okay, I can kind of see a W and there's a long ass C There's
0: a fucking weird ass C
1: Speaking of logos, I meant to say this in shitmark say Um, some brand called Together is trying to sue the Rock and the XFL because their logo is the same. It's not even the same font. The only similarity <laughs> is there's a split in the X because Together have put an X in where there should be an E.
0: Wow, that's just.
1: I'm gonna channel my inner Morgan Freeman. Good luck.
0: Yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, So yeah, needless to say The reboot didn't work It uh, actually completely failed And the company barely lasted another 12 months Um, Like I'm not I'm pretty sketchy on my WCW history But Bischoff left I think in July So a couple months later And then uh, Russo left too And then Bischoff came back And then I don't know But then then obviously WWE bought bought WCW mm Mm-hmm Sad, sad ending. Uh, Indeed. April 10th, 2014, TNA shamelessly ripped off WWE by having the bearded underdog Eric Young win the world world title literally days after Daniel Bryan won the WWE title at WrestleMania. Did Eric Young deserve it? Absolutely. But was it blatantly deliberate timing?
0: Absolutely. Oh my god! Oh, I remember this day vividly. I was so I was I was working for a, an inventory company, and we were like hanging out at um in between uh, sh- uh nut stores, or so like in between uh, hotel stays. And uh, I, I crashed with a coworker. Just figured, you know, that way i will have to drive all the way home. And he was like, "Hey, did I watch Impact. Don't make fun of me." I'm like, "Oh, dude, like I've kind of been wanting to get into it. Yeah, let's fucking see what's going down." And the second I saw Eric Young, I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> Are you kidding me? And I look at him and his face gets red And he's like, I know he's a fucking carbon copy I'm like, yeah Yeah, he
1: is I love Eric Young, but it was so blatant Like a son of a bitch They gave zero fucks
0: (laughs) They're like, come on, we gotta capitalize on this (laughs) And they did the whole thing Oh my god But hey, whatever Good for him Yeah, and
1: thankfully they moved away from their WWE mirroring days Mm Mm-hmm but man, it was, it was just it was eerie. It's like, they they know what they're doing, right? <laughs> like, this is no so. coincidence. Uh, uh, April, April 10th, last year, 2021, uh, in the first pay-per-view with attendance since the pandemic, WrestleMania 37, night one, featured Braun Strowman defeating Shane McMahon in a steel cage match, Lashley defeating McIntyre by ref stoppage, which was a complete surprise. Ah, uh, to retain the WWE title, and Bianca Belair made history, defeating Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's title in the first all-female, all-black WrestleMania main event. Oh yeah, great main event, great match. I think it was almost our match of the year.
0: Uh, wow, really? What, what
1: did win match of the year at the Maxi's? I can't that's, remember.
0: It's a very good question. <laughs>
1: I think I'm sure it was almost Bianca and Sasha, and then an AEW match. Just I think it may have been Omega and Danielson. Rings a bell. Possible. But yeah, uh, April eleventh, nineteen ninety nine, at Spring Stampede, Diamond Dallas Page defeated Ric Flair, Hollywood Hogan, and Sting with Randy Savage as a special referee to win the WCW World Title for the first time. I think mm-hmm. at the time he was the oldest person to win it. Yes. Uh, now it's Ric Flair, who was 52 nice. when he won it last.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very true. Goddamn Ric Flair, fucking asshole. <laughs> you can't be the oldest. It's my turn.
1: Yeah, great moment for DDP. It always bugs me when I see photos of that moment because the belt's upside down when he holds it up.
0: Yep. A little cringy, but it's all good. <laughs>
1: Uh, April 11th, 2011, a less happy occasion, as Edge announced he was forced to retire. Little did we know he'd be back nine years later. Uh, uh, uh go ahead. There's another thing from Raw that we skipped over, the the transformation of Damian Priest. Vin, Vince has clearly just watched The Lost Boys for the first time.
0: I have no idea what it is you're talking about, So and now the, I'm confused. And the scary. lights
1: went... Dark blue, and all of a sudden he's got, like, these vampire eyes. Dark?
0: Oh, what the fuck? (laughs) Can we not? Can we not? Just stop it. Just... Just stop it. We're grown, okay?
1: Honestly, though, when Edge came back at the Rumble, I don't think we expected we'd get this much of a run out of him, and now he's in, like, this, you know... Uh, New faction with priests.
0: Obviously like uh, We wanted to bring the brood back
1: Yeah Yeah we can tell Even then We can't use blood So we gotta use black paint
0: Black paint goddammit
1: What? But that's not a bloodbath But that's (laughs) But that's what the brood did Why are you half-assing If you can't bring back the blood Don't do the Bloodbath gimmick It makes no sense Makes zero sense Why are you covering people in goo? It's not Why (laughs) It's not the Kids' Choice Awards.
0: <laughs> Why you cover people in goo?
1: <laughs> I just oh, want to see wrestlers randomly covered in pig's blood.
0: Yeah, come on! It's not that fucking hard. Come on.
1: <laughs> um, WrestleMania thirty-seven night two, of course, was the next night, April eleventh, twenty twenty-one. Um, after the success of the first night, WWE dropped the ball the second night. Hmm. First of all, the complete murder of the fiend. Um, his last match in WWE, the the barely yep. explained or logical betrayal of Alexa Bliss came coupled with Randy Orton, uh, being put over by Bray at Mania for the second time, and both times were bullshit.
0: Yes, sir.
1: Uh, oh, we also had Sheamus taking the US title from Matt Riddle, the god awful Nigerian drum fight. Um. <laughs> And main event, Roman Reigns defeated Edge and Daniel Bryan to retain the Universal title. On the bright side, WWE did correct their cock-up from the previous year, as Rhea Ripley won the Raw Women's title, defeating Asuka. I had a girl. Uh, okay, a couple more left. April 13th, 1997. ECW went live with their first ever pay-per-view, barely legal, featuring Rob Van Dam defeating Lance Storm. Uh, Taz defeating Sabu. And immediately after defeating Big Stevie Cool and the Sandman, Terry Funk defeated Raven to win the ECW world title. Big Stevie Cool. Yeah, Big I like Stevie it. Cool. Was that like Stevie Richards parody in Diesel or something?
0: I have no idea. I, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds um, like it. It was because cause, uh, uh, um, the, the Blue W.O. Yeah. Yes, it was yeah, Stevie yeah, yeah. Richards. That's right, yeah, he was supposed to be, I think he was supposed to be Nash, and uh, the Blue Meanie was supposed to be Hall, and then it was like the least known dude of them all was supposed to be the Hogan.
1: Uh, Yeah, Simon Dean.
0: And I was like, what? Whatever.
1: What was his name in ECW, like, uh, Supernova or something?
0: Is that, that does ring a bell.
1: It was something Nova, I know that because when they brought the BWO back in the shitty... ECW or WWE, they went back to their BWO gimmicks.
0: Um, what a fucking gimmick to have! I'm sure
1: it was Supernova. Yes, Supernova? he was Nova, Supernova, and Hollywood Nova.
0: Yeah, Hollywood <laughs> Nova. There it is.
1: Oh boy. Okay, so what was Blue Meanie's name as uh, Scott Hall?
0: Uh, Blue Hall. I don't know. <laughs>
1: He was... Oh, the blue guy. Instead the of the bad guy. guy.
0: <laughs> I like that. <laughs>
1: um, I always confuse this. I always think it was a, a, a barbed wire match at the end, but it was just Terry Funk and Raven.
0: Terry Funk and Raven.
1: Uh, also April 13th in 2008, at a very solid lockdown pay-per-view, Jay Lethal held on to the Activision title in an Ultimate Escape match. BG James defeated Kip James. That's Road Dogg and Billy Gunn, for people who don't know. <laughs> right. Uh, Team Christian defeated Team Styles in Lethal Lockdown. And I fucking love this main event. Samoa Joe defeated Kurt Angle in a pure wrestling clinic for the world title. And it, this, of course, was back when every match was in a cage. Uh, so they did it kind of MMA style. Like Kurt yeah. Angle was just wearing fight shorts and no I think I remember or this one.
0: Is, it, is I, this where they actually had, like, the cage surrounding the ring?
1: It was a six size of steel.
0: Yeah, yeah it's, okay, so it, it
1: was like, it looked like an octagon, but yeah.
0: That's what I was going to say. I was like, um, it looked like a regular cage match. But then it, and then I was like, but then again, yeah, the other fucking ring was weird. yeah, yeah that was, eyed. that was, I remember that because then there was all those rumors of fucking, oh, well, Kurt Angle's going to go try the UFC out. He's going to try the UFC out. I'm like, he'd be fucking badass. And he was like, fuck this. I'm not doing that. <laughs>
1: He was in a spine in 2008, too.
0: Yeah, he really um, was, though.
1: I think Joe's career was on the line in this match, too.
0: I believe... Oh God, I don't know nothing about Impact, but I think you're right, though. But yeah, if
1: uh, anybody's got what is Impact Plus or whatever, go back and watch this pay-per-view, because that match was awesome. Hell, yeah. And finally, today in history, in 2000, after signing with WWE... Taz returned to ECW in a deal made between Paul Heyman and Vince McMahon for Taz to win the ECW world title due to Mike Awesome signing with WCW while he was still champion and threatening to take the title with him.
0: Yes, all true. Uh, People forget Paul Heyman and Vince were actually... I'm trying to think of Mike Awesome's gimmick in WCW real fast. Oh, the the, the fat chick's brother. That's right. (laughs)
1: Uh, yeah, it's uh, surprising, actually, how, how much Vince and Paul Heyman cooperated back in the day. Right? Um, I do not think they communicated like that. No, and this was like a one-time thing. Taz dropped the title a little over a week later to Tommy Dreamer and returned to WWE.
0: Well, there you go. Traditional baby. There's your history.
1: And for a few birthdays this week, uh, Bianca Belair, Juice Robinson, and Arya Debari all turned 33. Jesse Neal turned 42. Dustin Rhodes, Runnels, whatever you want to call him, turned 53. Uh, Mark Quinn turned 28. monty Brown,
0: the alpha male, man.
1: turned 52. Uh, Lita turned 47. Marina Shafir turned 44. And honorable mention because he's in the Hall of Fame: Pete Rose turned 81.
0: Pete. <laughs> Leon Ruff, <laughs> turning what? How old is this fucking kid? 26, 27. Where is and he then- now? Huh? I have no fucking idea. Did he get fired? Uh, yes. Oh, and then Jeff Jarrett. Oh, Jeff Jarrett's birthday too. I missed that. On one. the fourteenth. Damn. Born in nineteen sixty-seven. He's throwing tortillas everywhere, people.
1: <laughs> Just so he can be alone with his baby tonight.
0: no with lonely baby tonight.
1: Okay, from the past to the future, on May 24th and 26th, we present our next Max Wrestling special event, Trivia Takeover, Lucky Number 7. In case you haven't figured it out, it's Casino Fiend. The first Max event to coincide with an AEW pay-per-view, as we will be predicting double or nothing. Mm-hmm. But the fun kicks off on the 24th in a third annual Champions Chase No knowledge champion has survived this match yet. It is the ultimate rundown of wrestling trivia. This year, (laughs) it's the Phoenix defending the knowledge championship. And it does have a twist this year, which I will get to in just a second. Uh, I'm conflicted with this one. Moses Marquez is the number one contender for the television title. The TV title is currently held by the lawyer, Chad Malcolm. Mm -hmm. I think my conscience would be much clearer if you were part of the jury. But... I don't know, you seem to be sitting on the fence, so they're going to face off, ladies and gentlemen, in thirty-second quick quickfire. Oh, okay. Um, and as you should know, I am your world champion, and I'm here to make an offer. So whoever leaves the champion's chase as knowledge champion, you can then cash it in for a shot at the world title, but it's not going to be that simple. Because the world title will be defended in the first ever, if you accept the challenge, that is, if you want to cash in the knowledge title. Uh, the first ever, Jester's Justice. You will Interesting.
0: have
1: five minutes to make it from one side of the room to the other. Escape, and you leave with both titles. If you get gassed in, you leave with nothing. Interesting. So there's... A-
0: You think I was gone? Hello, Captain. So, at Promo Mania,
1: nobody showed up to face Moses Marquez. So, allow me to do the job for you. I have arranged for a mystery opponent to show up at Trivia Takeover. So, that Trivia Takeover, Lucky Number 7, Moses' challenge will finally be answered by an opponent of my
0: choice. And just remember, you asked for this.
1: Okay, how the, how the fuck did that just happen? How <laughs> did I'm the shape, how did... Well, I was the shape, anyway. I mean, I don't even...
0: I thought the shape was dead, bub. What okay. The fuck is well, going
1: on? I need to talk to Chad, the lawyer, to uh, see if we can iron that one out. But I guess for now, we we have a new match, and it's take over. Moses, your open challenge was not answered at Promomania. Mania. It looks like the shape has set somebody up for you.
0: Huh? Okay. I'm a. Uh, I am I do not know how to feel. I don't know if I should be uh, upset, uh, joyful, or just downright scared. But uh, <laughs> I guess we'll I'm... play the cards as they lie.
1: I'm just confused. How, what the... Need better security.
0: Yeah, you're telling me. I'm about to say that lock on that door is not enough, Bob.
1: No, it's Where's that even... hacker
0: dude? He probably hooked you up with some security.
1: The door is not even covered by the flag anymore. <laughs> Lord, mercy. Ah, you know what? That hacker dude is probably behind it because, like, revenge for Travis.
0: It's something. I don't even know where that guy is anymore.
1: Mm. Okay, I'm I'm am I'm gonna look into that, Chad. We we need to talk. Um, but anyway, trivia takeover, lucky number seven, May twenty fourth and twenty sixth. Go to MaxRacing slash takeover seven for more information. And let's move on to our newest segment. It's basically an expansion. Um, we've we've basically done it every week, but now it's actually got a segment name. Moses Marquez, give us the A to B on
0: NXT. Oh God! All right, here we go. <laughs> the A to B on NXT. So let's see here. They fucking do. Oh yeah, Cameron Grimes. Um, and uh, Solo Sequoia. Solo Sequoia. I can't fucking rush through his name all the time. They had a pretty okay match. I'm tired of interference, though, but, I mean, they want to keep Carmelo Hayes in the mix, so they're probably, I would hope they would have, like, a triple threat. They were having a pretty good opener to start it, and then, of course, you know, interference came in, and it just was a fucking shit show at that point, point. and then we got split screen, and, yeah, it was a pain in the ass. Cameron Grimes retains, however, though. Um, apparently, Braun Breaker's dad, Scott Steiner, who you know how all of a sudden that name works, I don't get it. Um is been kidnapped by Joe Gacy. Makes zero sense to me. What the fuck ever? Uh what else was it? Was there anything else even worth talking about? Um there was Natalia. I know that much. Invading. And Natalia showed up, she attacks Core Jade. For
1: whatever there, reason.
0: I don't know what reason. I probably something to do with the main roster. I don't know. Don't really give a shit. Um, there was a tag team gauntlet match. Yeah. I've, I've heard of pretty deadly. I don't remember really seeing them, but they win. So it just kind of was like, okay, whatever. It just, but I mean, whatever they're going to crown new guys they are going to go from there. It's, it's fine. I mean, that's how the show ended. it's, it, uh, they really—I mean—they were really pushing the Creed brothers. I am—I absolutely hate Brooks and Jensen. Every time I look at them, I call them the new Godwins, and I get ridiculed for it. But it's just to me—they're—they—they don't—they're stiff. But then again, so are uh, you know the Creed brothers. But I just feel like there's no flow. There's no chemistry. You know what I mean? There's no. These guys need to work on it a little better. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, I mean, it was—it was a—it was, was a show. It happened. It happened. There, there was no, there was no. Um, what's your lovely name? There was no Nikita.
1: No. So I'm sure that disappointed a lot of people. D- I'm sure D- that's D- the only reason some people. people tune in.
0: <laughs> some some people just they think they thinking with their you know what's if you know what I'm saying. Yes. So
1: the last segment has changed slightly again. It's been expanded. I'm about to pick the wrestler moments and dumbest moments of the week. This is oh, now the best of the week. Um, rest of the week very easy after Friday. Wheel of Yuda, um, you've aligned yourself with three huge stars. You got the push, you got the rub, and you looked like a fucking psychopath,
0: like an absolute psychopath. Uh,
1: which also brings me to the moment of the week. I'm gonna give it to William Regal shaking Yuda's hand. It was almost it was like a I don't know what to call it, passing it the baton or like an acceptance that you're you're one of the guys now.
0: There we go, i like that the acceptance. You're part of the click now, Bub.
1: Yeah, you you've made it.
0: There you go.
1: And dumbest moment of the week, without saying, goes to Satnam Singh's debut on AEW.
0: All bad stuff, bro. All bad stuff.
1: Uh, it was gonna be Austin Fury changes his name to Just Fury, but yeah, that that
0: debut sucked. Yes, it did. Yes it did. thousand percent sucked.
1: Uh, well, your week is complete. Thank you, everybody, for spending your Thursday with us. You know where to find us at MaxRussingUK on Twitter and at Captain 512 and SMRPodNet, also on Twitter. Once mm-hmm. again, the website, MaxRussing.net. And once again, go follow MaxRussing on TikTok at MaxRussingUK.
0: Fucking ain't right, Billy.
1: Now, listen up, you pencil geeks. This is what Moses has for you this week.
0: That's right. So as you already know, Max Wrestling UK is exactly where to go to check out the uh, TikToks. If you want real wrestling talks, I'm the guy to go to. Uh, I reply to questions at whole nine. Just, you know, we're, I'm there to be the, the realist of the group. I'm not super AEW side. I'm not super WWE side. I'm very pro wrestling, though, so keep that in mind. Um, As far as anything in the audios platforms, Bolt Rant is still going hard. Um, It's slowly making its transition into YouTube, into video mode after the draft is over. So come probably May, I think we're going to tone it down a little bit. And the return of retro should be more fruition, And that's going to go video as well. So I got to figure out how fun that's going to be. Vigia all day long that way you guys Can you know remember the fun clips of the 90s and seeing dudes like hoove and dude And all that fun stuff so We're gonna I'm gonna work on it a little bit more But for sure we'll get a um Like a date known in May And uh, Worst case scenario it'll stay audio for the Time being though but it is Coming back in May
1: Nice. May is the place May is the place And with that said join us next week I don't know what's going on Midweek, but we do know tomorrow night is Adam versus Adam Texas Death match. That's yes, the WWE World title. So we'll obviously be talking about that one and whatever else happens next week. Maybe Dan Housen will finally be able to curse Hook. Mm, he's like,
0: boom! Why isn't it working?
1: You know what? We'll he probably see. will because it's Hook's uh, dynamite debut next week.
0: That, or you know what? It, it, the, the, his curse is they have to tag with each other. Which I would love. And they're called Hookhausen.
1: Oh, another dumb moment of the week on Rampage. Whoever the the lady was trying to interview Hook, can you not see he's clearly wearing headphones? Obviously, he's not going to answer <laughs> <your> questions.
0: <laughs> Apparently, that's DDP's daughter. Oh, is it really? That's what I'm being told.
1: Well, I I still don't understand why she was trying to ask the guy questions and then was <laughs> surprised that he wasn't answering her when he clearly had headphones in.
0: He clearly has headphones in, but she doesn't give a shit. <laughs>
1: But, uh, yeah, okay, if it's DDP's daughter, props. Welcome to the biz. I think she's going to try and interview him again on, on Wednesday.
0: Do it. All the time.
1: The, you know what? Keep interviewing her just so that we can see more Danhausen.
0: There you go. That's all I need. I need more Dan Housen all day long.
1: <laughs> you have been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang! Don't forget, y'all, wrestling opinions are like buttholes. Everybody's got one. And sometimes they stink.
0: Oh.